This is the Information Brief. A Holyoke Media Service with the most recent updates of relevance in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. I am Johan Rashivega, and this is the information for Wednesday, April 15th of 2020. Massachusetts is beginning a new weekly reporting of COVID-19 cases by cities and towns that will also narrow down demographics. Holyoke Public School Superintendent provides an update on different topics related to the school, services, and remote learning. And we have the numbers at the Holyoke Soldiers' Home. This is the information. During this Wednesday's Governor's Daily Update, Secretary of Health and Human Services Mary Lou Southers announced the state will begin to report on a weekly basis the COVID-19 cases by cities and towns. As the governor has noted, and it is our commitment to continue to improve our public-facing reporting. For the first time starting today, we will release Nova coronavirus cases by cities and towns as the state takes additional steps to assess and report the burden of infection across the state. This new reporting, which will be updated weekly each Wednesday, marks the latest in a series of new data points and information that we've recently made publicly available, in addition to the data on the daily COVID-19 dashboard. Our testing efforts, as you know, have increased. We know that every community in the Commonwealth has experienced the impact of coronavirus. Many of these cities and towns reported this information directly to their residents. As is standard public health practice, we will not release the number of positive cases if there are fewer than five in, in a municipality of 50,000 or less in order to protect privacy. Having the ability to look at this virus through the lens of its impact on specific cities and towns will help us identify potential hotspots, inform the public health response, assist cities and towns working to slow the spread, and help the state appropriately deploy resources. This new model allows more detailed information identifying the cases by specific city or town and not by county as it was reported from the beginning of this emergency. Another aspect addressed by Secretary Southers is that this COVID-19 report will now include data regarding specific demographics such as race and ethnicity that now has been mandated by the Public Health Commissioner as part of the reporting process. In recent weeks, we have also provided data on total COVID-19 cases and death by race and ethnicity so the public can see for themselves the impact of the illness and death on communities of color. We've acknowledged that this information is not nearly as complete as we want it to be. I do notice progress every day, but it could occur faster. And the Public Health Commissioner has issued an order mandating enhanced reporting of demographic data. We also now report cumulative data on positive cases and deaths at nursing homes and other long-term care facilities, and the number of facilities with positive COVID-19 cases. We have also started to report the daily number of COVID-19 inpatient cases by hospital 
and the number of coronavirus patients in the ICU by hospital. Every day, we continue to report on the total number of COVID-19 tests, the number of tests that were positive, the number of deaths, and those deaths by age group, gender, and county of residence. We are also now providing a daily summary of the distribution of personal protective equipment by type of facility of entity and by region of the state so the public knows where the state supplies are going. This Wednesday, the Holy Public School Superintendent, Dr. Steve Strike, held a Facebook Live update to provide the latest information regarding the schools and answering questions from the public. Some of the points more relevant of this Facebook Live session by Dr. Strike are the MCAS tests are canceled for grades 3rd to 10, still awaiting guidelines for the seniors at the high school level. The April vacation, meaning remote learning, will be from Monday, April 20th to the 22nd, resuming remote learning on Thursday, April 23rd. Internet access is free for six months for families through Internet Essentials, and also distribution of Chromebooks for students is still available, but it is important to do it before April 30th. Food distribution is still ongoing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Also, the Boys and Girls Club is distributing dinner to go Monday to Friday. There's also some academic care and wellness packages with hands-on learning materials, games, books, and art activities. And these packages are being distributed at the same sites where food is being distributed. Enrollment for new students for the school year 2020-2021 will begin around May 1st online. Also, Dr. Shrike addressed topics like graduation, prom, and a new initiative called the Scholars Lounge. This will be a virtual space for students from grades 6 to 12 to have some social interactive engagement that will be facilitated and supervised by a teacher. This is Steve Zarek, Superintendent of Schools, for the, our Facebook Live um, discussion and chat. I'm going to share some information. There's a lot of new information to share uh, this evening or for, since our last meet, uh, conversation, my last uh, Facebook Live last week. Uh, I want to make sure you have that information and give folks a chance to ask uh, questions. Um, so let me start by saying again, um, hope everyone is healthy, doing well, staying safe following all guidance as we are now, from what I understand, officially in the surge of the virus. Um, and the next few weeks are critical. The people take care of themselves and, um, and uh, adhere as much as possible to the guidance we've received from the CDC um, and from state and federal officials. So uh, I'm gonna get started uh, I, uh, with uh, some updates. I, I, I do again wanna thank our teachers who are just doing a phenomenal job of reaching out to our families and our students and continue to do so. We never expected this would go this long. And I, while I know it's gotta be frustrating and uh, to be at home, the fact that, and, and juggling their own family's commitments, I think our educators have done a phenomenal job and our parents who are, and our families who are acting as teachers at home have done a phenomenal job as well. And we're really proud of the work that you've done and our students. Um, 
We'd love to see more students uh, connected to the work and getting work done. But we're really proud of the ones and many of our students who are actively uh, doing their work, keeping in contact with school, and staying on top of the assignments that are being posted at HPS at home. Um, so a couple things I want to start with. The MCAS. Uh, la late last week, we were notified that the MCAS was canceled or is canceled for this spring. Grades 3 to 10, all MCAS assessments have been officially canceled. Um, so uh, we don't know what the plan is for next year, but we do know that it will be canceled for this year. Uh, there will, we're still waiting for some guidance on um, whether seniors who still needed to pass for graduation, what provisions are going to be made for those students. We do have a group of seniors that are still needing to pass uh, one or more assessments for graduation. And so uh, the, the commissioner indicated that guidance would be coming out soon, and we will we will get that information to you as soon as we have it, because that does impact uh, seniors who are um, hoping to uh, walk across the stage um, and get their diplomas in um, June of this year. Uh, April vacation update. Uh, after much discussion, we decided to um, shorten April vacation by two days. Um, so just to be very clear, we will be off for three days. That means when I say off, that's our remote learning. We won't be um, posting assignments and there won't be the same outreach on Monday, April 20th, which is a, uh, a holiday, a state holiday, Patriots Day. Tuesday, April 21st will also be a vacation day. And Wednesday, April 22nd will also be a vacation day. Again, those are days where there will be no remote learning and we will, our, our schools and our staff will be resting um, during that period of time and recharging. We will return to remote learning, so we don't want to keep too much, we don't want to disconnect too much from our students and families, but we will be returning for remote learning on Thursday, April 23rd, and Friday, April 24th. So that means remote learning will then pick up again those days. The decision means that our last day of school for this school year, whether we come back or not, is going, is going to be Friday, June 19th. So that'll be the last day either in person or virtually. Uh, we felt strongly that this approach would allow us to balance what I'm hearing from some families and staff that they want a break and need an opportunity to, to take care of themselves, their families, um, and recharge and focus on their health and wellness, particularly like right now where the surge is gonna be at the highest. Um, and then also what we're also hearing from other staff and from families that they don't want to miss the connection with their students, that they want to keep the routines going and taking a week off would be too much. So that's why we split it down the middle. And that's why we have a hybrid approach to April vacation. Um, a lot of folks, I get a lot of questions still about school, how long school will be closed for. And there are many rumors out there, but I'm here to tell you, we don't have any other guidance beyond that school will be closed at least until May 4th. I do expect very soon, because we're getting close to May 4th, that the governor will come out with direction. I would say, I believe in the next week. Otherwise, we're getting way too close to the date where we'd have to prepare to be welcoming students back. Um, and we, I have to say, I'm skeptical that we'll be back on May 4th. Don't have any inside information. And we are planning as a school district right now about how to um, have the rest of the year continue virtually. 
what and then what we're planning to do with events, graduations, rising stars, future teacher signing day. Those are some of the end of the year activities that are important to our school. There are many others. I didn't want to leave anything out. Um, some of them we'll, we may do virtually, uh, but things like graduation and prom, we want to do in person. And so very soon, we're going to uh, put out some tentative dates for when those will happen. While they may not happen on the date we had initially planned, I, we, we, we promise our seniors, uh, for instance, and uh, that we're going to do uh, the big events in person. Um, and so I think you'll expect to see some more information from us in the next week. Now, the high school's actively talking about when we can schedule those important, important events for our students. Um, so we appreciate your continued flexibility as you know, we continue to organize these events to celebrate our students. Um, and just know that what's holding us up is just wanting to know, you know, we don't want to put out a date and then have to change it again because direction has changed from the Centers for Disease Control and uh, the, the, the uh, Massachusetts Department of Public Health. Um, <clears throat> internet access. Really excited that last week, uh, really it started on Monday because we were off Friday, but we're, we, we're offering uh, free internet access to families for at least six uh, months or for, for six months, um, beginning uh, now uh, for the next six months. Um, and it will provide ac internet access to families who don't currently have internet access. We want to thank the mayor, uh, Comcast, for the partnership that has allowed us to do this. Um, we would ask that if you are interested, that you call our hotline. And I'm going to give it out now. I'm going to give it out a few other times. Um, in English, it's 413 561 0862. In Spanish, it's 413-314-3560. It's the same hotline we've been giving out um, since we uh, began the school closure. Between Monday and Friday, between 8 and 4. The, the number will not be available on our vacation days, the, the week of um, April 20th, the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. But otherwise, 8 to 4, there will be somebody who will uh, either be there to answer your phone call live or will get back to you. Um, one, they'll be giving you a code to uh, use with um, Comcast, either online, and they'll provide you directions or through a phone call to set up um, the free internet access. I just want to reiterate who will qualify. Any family um, who has not had, um, who does not currently have internet access or um, has not had it uh, within the last 90 days. And if you do qualify, you will get six months free internet. The, uh, the Holyoke Public Schools is sponsoring those six months. Um, and you'll get affordable internet service uh, once the sponsorship has expired. There are programs to support families that want to extend beyond the six days. It is important that families cancel the service after six months if they do not want to be billed whatever those future charges are. You also will qualify to uh, buy a low-cost computer for uh, about $150 plus tax that's internet ready, um, has a desktop, uh, is, is, it's either a laptop or desktop, and is equipped with Windows 10, Microsoft Office, and Norton Security Suite. Um, let's see. And there's also training um, that, that are accessible to families who qualify uh, online, in person, and in print to better understand how to utilize the internet. Again, if, if you're not sure, you have questions, um, you're interested, again, call the English hotline, which is 413-314-0862. Uh, 
413-561-0862, or the Spanish hotline, if you're a Spanish speaker, at 413-314-3560. And that is for free internet access for those that qualify. Thank God, so far we've signed up uh, almost about 50 families in the last uh, three days. We are still distributing Chromebooks. Um, to date, we've distributed over 1,200 devices. Um, really appreciate um, the, the interest and the energy. I, I know a lot of teachers have been helping to get devices to students as well. We appreciate that. Um, if you have not been contacted um, and still need a device, please reach out to your child's school or call the hotline again. I'm going to read it again. Sorry for, to be repetitive. English 413-561-0862. Spanish 413-314-3560 if you'd like a device. Morgan School will continue to be the site where we'll be distributing devices over the next three weeks. Um, uh, so in the upcoming days, tomorrow, I'm sorry, Friday the 17th, Morgan will be open to pick up devices. Wednesday the 22nd, Friday the 24th, and Wednesday the 29th from 10 to 12.30. After, the, after April, or at the close of April, we will no longer we can no longer promise to be able to get you a device and the internet access um, uh, promotions will also close. We've got a real, got a real push, push here for the next half, two and a half weeks to get as many devices many out by families, families as well as getting families on the free internet access. So please help spread the word. Uh, food service. Uh, we continue to serve Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 to 12.30 at the same six sites, Lawrence, Morgan, Kelly, Holyoke High School North, Sullivan, and Donahue schools are still serving food. Um, we are adding, we're expanding next week to be able to, um, they're either having issues with access, they're not able to, they prefer to have a work packet for their child. We are, we do have work packets at all uh, six sites and they were just replenished again this week with new work. Um, also this week, um, finally, after a little shipping, academic care packages are available at the different sites. I think they've been pretty popular. So I don't know how many have been left. We've also uh, distributed um, uh, packages to our uh, homeless shelters. So they received, uh, students in the shelters received packages that include hands-on learning materials, basic art supplies, um, uh, games to support uh, collaboration, dominoes, that kind of thing, books, art materials, and so forth. So, um, but there are still some available by grade band at each of the um, food service sites. And we hope to try to replenish that, you know, over time. But there, I, I do believe there's still uh, care packages and wellness pack packages uh, left at those sites. Um, there is a question that I'm seeing here about how can I get a computer uh, for my, uh, because my son's tablet isn't working. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a one of the schools that is one-to-one -one that has tablets. Um, I think the best thing to do is to call the hotline number uh, and they can assist you. Um, or Morgan School will be open, like I said, uh, for the upcoming um, Monday, uh, well, this Friday, next Wednesday and Friday, and the following Wednesday between 10 and 12.30 and they can also help you with your device. Uh, but if you're not able to get there in those hours, please call the hotline number 
that we've shared, and I'll share it again before um, this um, Facebook Live closes. Um, I also want to share, I'm very excited about a new initiative that we're going to be sh uh, sharing more about tomorrow, uh, the Scholars Lounge, we're calling it. Um, we know that many of our students are having a hard time not being able to connect with their friends and classmates at school. And socialization is a big part of our community. It's a big part of school. It's a big part of our development as, um, as, as human beings. Um, and it, the, the lack of connection is hurting many of us in, many, in, in multiple ways. Um, and I do know that, um, and I, so I do know that uh, we've had families and students reach out wanting to connect with other students, either at their school, across uh, schools, uh, across the city. Um, and so we are creating a virtual space for students to just come and talk, to chill and talk with one another um, in grades 6 to 12. Groups of six, uh, we have a sixth grade group, a seventh and eighth grade group, a ninth and tenth grade group, an eleventh and twelfth grade group. A staff member will always be there to promote kind, kindness and ensure that there's good citizenship and positive conversation. But it's an opportunity for families to encourage their children to, um, to be part of that. And we'll be sending out a, uh, information on social media. We'll be promoting it through the schools. It's called Scholars Lounge, and it's a way for us to keep um, our students connected to one another across the city. Um, those relationships, as you know, are so important to everyone. Um, I did get a note here, an important shout. I do want to shout out two people or two different groups of people. Our academic team did an unbelievable job of putting together the care packages uh, for our families. And there were some photos on, um, I think, Facebook over the weekend. Uh, they, they worked long and hard in our warehouse to get those packages together. So I want to thank our academic team and our uh, family engagement team for doing that and delivering the materials to our um, to our uh, to the shelters and to our food service sites. And then I want to really shout out Lawrence today uh, because um, Lawrence um, uh, Lawrence staff for serving over 200 meals today, which is great. Um, it's great to hear that uh, they serve so many folks and to those that work the Lawrence site and all our food service workers. Uh, they deserve a tremendous amount of uh, praise for their work. Um, I did get a note here that there are uh, there that there aren't paper packets at some of the sites, so we're going to have to check that. Um, we'll make sure that we get those uh, for next week. It seems like they're going faster than uh, we thought as people are looking for work. So uh, we'll make sure that we have um, paper packets available to students who may need them um, at sites. It looks like. Holyoke Kai Sullivan and Donahue may need some of those packets. Um, but I'll double check to make sure. Um, the other thing I wanted to share is enrollment. We've gotten some questions about enrollment. Are we enrolling for next year? Yeah, we're, we're going to be open for business. Um, we're going to um, uh, really start opening enrollment by May 1st, around May 1st. We are moving to an online enrollment system which uh, will allow families to do everything virtually, which honestly we should have done, uh, we should have been doing anyway and moving toward a more online system. Um, doesn't mean that if you can't get access, we'll still help you, but it's gonna be set up so all registration enrollment for school for new students who are not current Holyoke Public School students um, can, um, you know, can, can begin enrolling for the upcoming school year. Kindergartners or pre-K students who are not currently students. So look out for information. We expect that to go live in and around May 
uh, first. Again, you can call the hotline if you have uh, questions about enrollment. I'm going to give out the number again, English, 413-561-0862. And in, for Spanish speakers, 413-314-3560. Uh, around remote learning, we continue to uh, ramp up our efforts. Our teachers are working hard to, uh, to now move uh, more learning, um, uh, you know, more of learning, more of our learning online. Um, there are more virtual sessions than we've had before. Um, and our teachers are getting more and more custom and I'm proud of them for learning how to, a whole new way of teaching. Um, but we want, we need parents to encourage their children to participate as much as possible. I know there are a lot of stressors in homes right now, but we wanna minimize the learning gaps for students uh, to the extent possible. We want students to be able to, um, to complete as many of the assignments as possible. Uh, while it's not right now linked to any grades, um, it's, it's, uh, it's important um, that we provide, uh, that our students are keeping in the habit of doing work. We're trying to go deeper with the work um, and so uh, we really hope that, uh, you know, students can complete as much work as possible. And we really ask for parents' assistance in making sure that that um, happens. Or, and again, if you have questions about the work, uh, you can certainly reach out to your um, child's school or your child's teacher. Uh, we are also ramping up our supports in special education. Um, we've gotten new guidance uh, from the, uh, at the state level, the Department of Education. Our, our special education teachers are checking in with their students who are uh, received services. Um, we're also, they're establishing office hours or hours where parents can sign up to connect and check in with them. Uh, we're making, we're doing the best we can to provide accommodations uh, between the, uh, so that the special education teacher and the general education teacher are working together to provide modified work that's accommodated. Uh, we're trying to support um, students using um, some of the apps that they use in the classroom. So teachers are trying to support parents and logging on to uh, some of those apps that are used in the classroom. We're working on getting all the devices that, st some st that students have in their IEPs out of our schools into the homes of students who need them. Um, the special ed department is also sending out um, packets, low-tech um, paper packets um, to families. Uh, directly from the department that teachers are providing. So we're mailing them to homes and we're, we're trying to offer telephonic um, instruction and therapies uh, or online uh, instruction and therapies to the extent possible. And um, we're also be beginning or um, not beginning, but continuing to schedule IEP meetings, um, annual reviews with, uh, with families so that they're available um, um, you know, available for, um, you know, those meetings that need to happen in preparation for the upcoming school year. Um, so we are ramping up our special education supports um, in the last, uh, in the last week to two weeks. Um, let's see. Um, I wanted to also, before I, there, I see there's a number of questions. Um, again, I, any, uh, we still have our FAQ documents online. And if there are any questions that you have at any point during the hours of uh, during the hours of eight to four, uh, folks should be reaching out on our hotline. English again, 413-561-0862, um, 413-314-3560. Uh, 
314-3560. For more information on any of the topics addressed by Dr. Schreik on this update, you can call the Holler Public Schools hotline. For English, 413-561-0862. And for Spanish, 413-314-3560. And regarding the Holyoke Holders Home, the numbers by Wednesday afternoon are 47 veteran resident deaths, 38 positive, 8 negative, 1 unknown. 99 veteran residents have tested positive. 76 veteran residents have tested negative. 3 veteran residents have pending tests. 79 employees have tested positive and 221 employees have tested negative. Stay in the know with Holyoke Media. We are reporting different announcements, services, and updates in the local, state, and federal level related to the COVID-19 emergency. This service is available in English and Spanish for our community in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. This is the information we have for today. We will continue updating and following up as soon as more information becomes available. If you have questions or information to share with us as well as your concerns, you can contact us on our different outlets on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and podcast distribution platforms. Also, you can watch us on Holyoke Cable Channel 15. Remember to wash your hands, keep a safe distance if you need to be out, and remember to use a facial cover or mask. This has been the Information Brief for April 15, 2020. I'm Johan Rashibega. You're watching Holyoke Media.